Welcome to the Talk Show for Talkers on irishtalkers.com. Welcome, Toastmasters and listeners, to today's episode in which we're going to discuss video production. And I'm going to invite Moira O'Brien to take us into the realm of making videos within Toastmasters. Thank you, Paul. Now, this was inspired by something that came up in last week's episode when Paul was talking about usage of the Toastmasters website. And whilst we were talking about it, I was flicking through the website and I came across this rather interesting little video entitled Nine Tips for Making Better Video. So I thought, what better thing to do than to uh, have a look at this and maybe pick up on some of the things that he's talking. Now, I'm not going to go through all of his nine tips. I will put a link to the video on our website so that you can go straight there and watch it. It's on YouTube, so it's easily available. But I'm going to pick up what I think are the, the, the best tips that he has. And the first one that I'm going to talk about is actually audio. Have you ever picked up a podcast or a YouTube video and the audio has been terrible. It's been too loud or too soft or there's too much background noise or there's too much echo or it's what we call peaking. That is that you, you shut too loud and the audio can't cope with it. And it just turns you off. I know that uh, when we were researching for this particular episode and I was looking on YouTube for a speech to show you. And the first speech that I came across, the audio was terrible. I listened to it for maybe half a minute and I then said, I can't, I can't listen to this anymore. I have to turn it off. So good audio is very important. And the best way of getting good audio is, first of all, if you can, get an external microphone. There are a number of microphones on the market which are very reasonable and quite cheap, not hugely expensive, which you can attach to your camera to get better audio. You don't need to spend a lot of money. Now, the audio that we have here in the studio is quite sophisticated. I'm actually talking to you now on a wireless microphone because that enables me to be free from the equipment. I can move around. And this is possibly the most useful piece of equipment when you are making a video for yourself. But it's, it's expensive, I have to admit that. So the key thing is to get your audio source, your microphone, as close to your talent, that is the people who are speaking, as you can possibly get. Now, if it's just you and your subject, then you can put the microphone either above or below the person out of camera shot or you can use a lapel mic like I'm using at the moment and you should be doing this in a quiet environment where there is there are not distracting sounds going off. Now I had to turn the central heating off here in my office because it was making a lot of noise and I knew that that noise and that noise which just came there uh, would be coming over on the microphone and would sound awful. So 
I've turned it off and I'm cold as a result. But the important thing is to get the very best audio that you can possibly find. So that's the first item. Now, what next? Oh yeah, again, this is an audio thing. Use headphones. Why? Well, you may think that the audio sounds good, but you are not necessarily hearing what the camera is hearing. If you listen to the audio recording device, I'm saying that because sometimes one may be recording sound on a separate sound recorder, but if you listen to the audio through that particular piece of equipment, through a headphone socket, you will be hearing exactly what is being recorded. And you will be able to pick up if the levels are too low or they're too high or there is some uh, distracting background noise because you will hear it on the headphones. What we tend to do as human beings is that we are very capable of filtering out annoying sounds by, I don't know, the brain is so clever it can stop acknowledging, if you like, the annoying sound and concentrate only on, let's say, the, the speech of the person you're talking to. But the camera can't do that. The camera cannot distinguish. The camera is going to record absolutely everything that's there. Next item, tripod. Keep your camera, if you can, on a tripod and keep it as still as possible. If you can't put it on a tripod or you don't have a tripod, then try to hold the camera with three points of contact. Hold it very close to yourself, hold your hands very close to yourself, and if you have three points of contact, then you should be able to keep it reasonably still. But a tripod is undoubtedly far, far the best thing to use. Now the next thing, which is also very important, is that of good lighting. Cameras are pretty good these days at compensating for bad light. However, they do that at the expense of quality of the image. If the light is too low, it boosts up the levels, and as soon as you start boosting the levels up, you've got what is called noise coming in to your video. And noise is when you see these speckles or dots um, all over the image, which distract from the visual image. So the best thing to do is to get as good lighting as possible. Now, you don't need to spend a lot of money on this. You can use natural light and you can use your domestic light. A good way of uh, lighting a scene is to use a combination of the two. Now, don't worry about uh, color temperatures. That's something which the professionals will always worry about, but you don't need to worry too much because uh, your computer, when you do your edit, will help you to uh, to deal with colors. But what you can do is have natural light giving you your key light coming from a window. So you, you sit your or you stage your video in front of a natural window and you could use your domestic light to give you your fill light, which is to um, to light the other parts of the, the scene, which maybe are not so well lit by the natural light. Okay, so that is uh, dealing a bit with lighting. Oh, the other thing is don't overexpose your scene. 
overexposure and underexposure are equally bad, though possibly your camera can deal with overexposure a little bit easier maybe than with underexposure. Okay, so the next thing, and this is something which is more general use, and that is uh, the issue of framing. How are you going to frame your subject in the image? You don't want to be too close, you don't want to be too far, you don't want to cut bits of the subject's head or arms off from the screen. A very common mistake is to chop the top of the head off. Well, sometimes if you're doing a very close-up shot, yes, you can get away with uh, chopping the top of the head off, but generally speaking, you want to show the whole head. And the rule that I apply is if you divide the screen into thirds, so you have three blocks, if you place the subject's eyes on the top third line, that's going to be a good framing. Now the next thing also to do with framing is to have a variety of shots in your video if you can, to make it less, I'm going to say less boring, to make it more interesting. The type of shots that uh, we would use would be a close-up where you're showing the head and shoulders of the individual, uh, a medium shot where you're showing more of the body, uh, a wide shot where you're showing the whole body and maybe you know, more than one person in the image, but also different angles. If, let's say, you're videoing two people talking to each other, then you have a, a possibility of three good shots. You have the wide shot, which includes both your subjects. You have a close-up on subject number one, and you have a close-up on subject number two. And you could also have medium shots on some subject number one and medium shots on subject number two. And you can intercut in between. Now that's the ideal. The best way of doing that, of course, is to film with more than one camera, but that may be outside of the scope of um, many people. So those, that covers the majority of the things that uh, you'll see in the, the nine tips to better video. Uh, as I say, I do recommend you to you, if you're thinking about making video, have a look at this little video because he's a professional and he is giving a lot of very sound advice. So, Paul, are you ready to make your next video? Myra, the videos that I've made so far in my life have, <coughs> apart from general landscape things, the videos I've made of have been videos of myself speaking to camera. And uh, I learned quite a bit about how to do that on my iPhone. But I've never had three cameras. No. <laughs> and I have never done any of the big things that you've been describing there. But I certainly would love to have a go. But in fact, Paul, you see, it doesn't really matter. The, the rules apply whether you, it's just you talking to your, uh, your iPhone or you're in a big production with uh, you know, many cameras and many people. The rules are exactly the same. The key things is good audio, decent lighting, a still camera, uh, or at least a, a steady camera, and good framing. That's, mm. if, you, if you achieve all those, then you're going to have at least decent production quality video. Yes, and it's a bit like a, 
a speech, I guess, you need to pay a lot of attention to the first 10 seconds during which you need to be thinking about how do I capture an audience's attention and then how do I hold it throughout the video. Yep, exactly that. But if you don't yeah. capture people's attention in the first few seconds of a video, I imagine people might move on. Yeah, you're very right. It is... It, what we learn in Toastmasters about speech making can be applied equally to the scripting of videos. And with that, we'll bring this video, <laughs> this video segment to a close. And we'll invite you to come back next Friday for next week's episodes. Hopefully we will have recovered from our festiv festivities over the holiday period and Hopefully we'll be with you in four days' time. We'll look forward to that. So from myself, Moira O'Brien, and from my good Paul friend, Paul Amani, we'll say goodbye and happy holidays. The Talk Show for Talkers is published every week in sections at 4pm every Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Go to our website irishtalkers.com for more information.